there are still things you need to be concerned about besides COVID. Mommy! It's the mom cast. Really, mom? Mommy! Mom! You are listening. Mom cast! The mom cast. Hi there, it's Stacy McKay, and welcome to MomCast. Um, yeah, here we are. We're already in the throes of winter, a lot going on. Um, hopefully we're going to start seeing some, you know, some good strides made against this this awful pandemic with the vaccine being out and all of that, and, and also kids heading back to school. I know here in Ohio, the governor is saying many schools already have a plan. So that's going to be probably a whole MomCast in and of itself. Because you got to think about that. There are some kids, and maybe they're your kids, that haven't been to school all year. And how do you reintroduce them to the building and and what's going on and, you know, with the protocols and all of that? It can be a little daunting. Um, But that'll be another mom cast. There are things like our health that we need to be concerned about that really aren't, they have nothing to do with the pandemic. And it's it's interesting. We've been talking about this. I know Greg and I, there are some businesses that just have been devastated by COVID. Others are doing okay because while we're home or if those of us that are working, we're not spending our money on, you know, going out to eat and things like that because we can't do it. Maybe we're taking care of things that need to be taken care of. And one of those is our vision. And so we're going to be talking with our friends from Revision LASIK and Cataract Surgery. Yeah, this is the time. You know, maybe you have been home. Maybe you've been working and you have some of those flexible dollars to spend. Um, They can help us out because this this time of year, it's winter, dry eye, all of that going on. So we're going to give you some help. And maybe some ideas, uh, maybe some things you didn't know about that you can take care of. And we always love when we have our friends from Revision LASIK and Cataract Surgery with us. And today it's going to be the gals together because <laughs> we have Dr. <laughs> Annie Mueller, uh, optometrist at, at Revision. Uh, Dr. Mueller, thank you for joining us on MomCast. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. And uh, I guess, um, you know, you probably get this question a lot, but I want to start with it because how has um, what's been going on with COVID and all of that, how has that impacted what you all are doing? Um, you know, I a lot of people would think that things slowed down, but honestly, they have not. Um, and I think that's because um, Revision has taken a lot of steps in order to make it very um, safe for the patients, we have a lot of elderly patients that come through here. So um, we're very, very concerned for them and want their, their safety as our, our highest priority. Um, we started with the safety protocols right when kind of COVID started coming out. Um, I did still come in and see patients during the lockdown because um, we were considered essential. So I would come in and see emergencies. Sure. We had to do some post-operative care, things like that. But mm-hmm. um Honestly, looking at my schedule, you wouldn't know we're in the middle of a pandemic. People are fortunately coming out and taking care of their eyes, which makes us very happy. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I think for, uh, I'm, I'm sure this applies to revision. Uh, a lot of folks in medical or I, in this type of field were already kind of on their way to these protocols anyway. You're just adding a few steps, I'm sure. Correct. Um, it was, going on. It, yeah. Yeah. It's more just kind of population control. Don't have a lot of people in the office at one time um, wearing the masks, of course, but we were always sterilizing everything anyways. So, cause we're a surgical right. center. 
So it was just adding a few little extra things, um, which did, you know, of course they're, they're not sometimes fun, but it's what you got to do in order to stay safe. Sure. And, and I think we're all kind of finding it's, I wouldn't say a way of life now, but <laughs> we're, we're getting fairly used to this. It's going to be kind of curious to see how things are after all of this. If some of this stuff hangs around for a while, cause we're kind of used right. to it now, right? I mean, it used to be when you put your kids in the car, you'd say, everybody go to the bathroom. Now it's, does everybody have their mask? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. And, or we find ourselves other than, you know, we're now in the habit, we're, but we're still going, what? Wait, what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, you don't want to get caught with your mask down. <laughs> yes. No mask down and, and speak as clearly as you possibly can. That's right. Because I know at our house, we're just constantly bickering because you can't hear someone. And then if you ask them three or four times, then they get irritated. So yeah. Yes. Yeah. If, if that's the worst we have to deal with, with all of this, we're very fortunate because so many families have been going through a lot. They have. Um, let's talk a little bit about now we're into a new year and I know so many of us are, are hoping for a better year in 2021. Um, than what we had for sure. Um, Let's talk about our needs as far as, as our vision. It's, it's so important. And sometimes it tends to be one of those things that goes down a little bit for women, especially. I mean, we've got a lot of things on our list and we Mm -hmm. go through everybody else in our family. We go through their list first. Absolutely. um, We start on ourselves. So let's talk a little bit about, I mean, we're at clean slate, new year, Um, As far as our vision goes, what are some of the things that maybe would be good to focus on this year for ourselves? So it's always recommended that you have a good um, eye health check once a year, Um, you know, not only to check your vision, but there's a lot of other components with the eye that um, that we need to check the health of the eye. Things that you can't feel that are gradual, you don't notice until they're too far along. And once sometimes there's damage in the eye, we can't bring it back. So just having that good health check each year is, is probably the best thing that you can do for yourself. Um, that, that's probably the main thing I, I like to drive into patients. Um, a lot of times I'll have, you know, my, my older patients, the guy patients, and they'll go, five, six, seven years. And I'm like, but you take your car in to get the oil changed. You know, you got to do that with your body. You got to keep the maintenance going. So it it works properly. And there are many things with the eyes that we can see that can be diagnosed for the rest of the body. Um, Diabetes, high blood pressure. I've even um, sent patients off to the ER because they are in danger of having a stroke. So the eye tells us a whole lot of things about the rest of the body. Yeah, I was going to say, I know um, as we, I mean, and it's good to do some of these certain tests when you're younger, but as you get older, um, you start finding different things and you start realizing just getting an eye exam isn't going to really cut it because I know we check pressure, we look behind Mm -hmm. the eye and all of those things. And those are things that you're right. You have to kind of keep, keep in mind. Um, talk about some of the things that that you um, do specifically. You are you um, part of the surgeon? Are you um, do you do the exams? What types of things are you doing? So I'm in the clinic and um, I do a lot of the preoperative exams and the postoperative care. Um, I do you know the routine annual 
eye exams, comprehensive eye exams. I do treat um, some glaucoma. Um, and we have a really great dry eye clinic. Dry eye is something that a lot of people, um, they struggle with, but they don't know that they have to struggle with it. And women tend to be a little more hard hit with dry eyes than, um, than men do, especially as we age. It's just, you know, our mouth gets drier, our skin gets drier, hair gets drier the eyes get drier. And so that can drastically affect your vision and your quality of life if it gets too severe. Mm-hmm. And, so. and talk about some of those tests. You you mentioned, you know, just, you know, putting your hand over your eye and looking and doing the exam. That's not really <laughs> cutting it anymore. For those that may still be fairly young and haven't done some of these other tests, what other tests can be done? You mentioned you're, you can, I know, I know personally, um, mm-hmm. You can find out with an eye exam that you have high blood pressure yes. or that your blood pressure was too high and causing mm-hmm. some other issues. So talk about some of the other tests that you might do. So, you know, you've got pretty much your basic tests where you come in and, and we can do um, a test it's called an autorefraction that kind of gives us an idea of what your prescription is. And then we go through, we still do the old fashioned, which is better, one or two um, to figure out what your your prescription is but we go further now there's a lot more we can do with checking the health of the eyes Um, dilation even though it's very annoying to patients it's very important we have a test called an oct and what it does is it allows us to kind of do an ultrasound of the um the back of the eye the retina so we can see things a lot sooner than we used to such as macular degeneration Um, It also takes a picture of the optic nerve so we can watch changes in the optic nerve for glaucoma patients and catch things when they're changing very early so that we don't have damage before we start treatment. Um, Our center also focuses on the cornea, which is the front surface of the eye. So we have a special um, um, piece of equipment called a Penicam, and it goes and it um, does a map of the cornea. This is real important for if patients are looking to do LASIK any kind of refractive surgery, because we want to make sure that the cornea is um, in a good condition and that it will be safe and effective for patients to have that kind of procedure. Okay. So as you said, there's a lot more. It's if you (laughs) haven't done any of those other tests, you probably (laughs) need to look into that sort of thing. I found that out the the hard way, really. Um, I'm finding for me, I I wear contacts and Mm -hmm. I have glasses but mm-hmm. I don't wear my glasses very often. I haven't found that perfect pair of glasses yet. Um, yep. And I've thought about um, going further and doing a surgery because of dry eye, but it seems like my contacts just are not fitting me right anymore or something. They just It's like, how can suddenly my, my contacts um, be bothering me so much and be so irritating when they, they weren't before? Um, that I would assume may be one reason to maybe take this step, um, and be a candidate for LASIK surgery. What are some of the reasons, um, that people might take that step? So the, just as you're talking about not able to tolerate the contact lenses as well, that is probably the number one driver to patients coming in and doing refractive surgery. Um, we've had a high uptick in refractive surgeries because of the masks. 
the glasses are just fogging up and you can't do your job. You know, it's they and the masks aren't going away anytime soon. So patients have been saying they're coming in. They just want to get rid of, um, of the masks or the, the glasses with the masks. Um, you know, there's some patients that um, they, the, the contacts are causing damage to the eye. Um, they just, they don't wear them properly. And this is the best and safest way to, to keep the eye from getting any more damage um, from, you know, mis, misuse of the contact lenses. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot, a lot of different reasons. And a lot of people, you know, based on your prescription, I'll have a lot of patients who just can't see well with glasses. They can with their contacts, but not with their glasses. So if they have to go to glasses, they just, they're better off having the refractive surgery. Now, refractive yeah. surgery, is that, is that something everybody can do? Um, my understanding, at least at one point, was that there were some, some eye, maybe vision issues like astigmatism or something like that, that would kind of keep you from being a candidate. So, uh, you know, we treat each patient individually as, you know, their own. Um, we do a lot of tests. Some of the tests I talked about, you know, just before, we have to look at the eye and make sure that the, it is safe for, for us to do the surgery. There are some conditions of the eye that we say it's just not safe or it wouldn't be effective. Yeah. Um, th- so th- the best way to figure out if you are a candidate for the surgery is to come in and have a consultation. And we do several different tests to look at um, different criteria to see if you fit into um, to it safely to have the surgery and if the endpoint will be um, will make you happy will be successful. Um, the, the lasers have become a lot more customized. The, the criteria um, that you need to fit into is much larger than it used to be 20, 30 years ago. So um, it's, it's not unseen that we have to tell patients they're not a, a, you know, a candidate for it. But even then, we have other tools and procedures that we can do. So it's very rare that we have to turn somebody completely away. Well, I, that is good news. And I know our producer, Greg, has um, had LASIK surgery. And Greg, you have, some, you have a very good reason why you well, wanted to have the surgery that's a little different from a lot of folks. Well, aside from just all the convenience, I mean, the bottom line was just price. <laughs> you know, it, it is, it's a little investment up front. But, you know, even with insurance, I was paying up to 80 bucks a month for contacts. <laughs> you'd still pay five to $800 for, uh, you know, frames. And, right. you know, this is, you know, I'm, I'm uh, in my thirties. So I figure if I can nick this in the butt now, I'll be, I'll right. be and um, I, it, it's been, it's, you know, I, I, this will be uh, last November was my second year uh, having, mm-hmm. it. you know, every month I'm, I'm up. So that means that's, that, you know, I can that's more into the kids or the family or braces or whatever else is, goes down the road. <laughs> It's like I tell my patients, it's the gift that keeps on giving. So, That's yeah, funny, but that is a good point. I mean, if you sit and add all of that up, which I haven't done, but now you've depressed me because um, <laughs> you need I, to come in for a consultation. I do because I will say I just find myself going through contacts faster and faster. It's like yeah. I just look in the mirror and go, "What is wrong with me? They're just not working like they used to do." I even said. <laughs> I even said at one point, I think they're not making the contacts the way they used to. <laughs> I'm sure they are. I'm sure it's me. <laughs> or if you're, like, hey, you're trying to make them last, you're taking 30-day contacts and trying oh, to make them Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Don't do or that. the people who wear, <laughs> who have daily lenses and they try to wear them for a couple of days. Yeah. I'm like, you guys are just putting sandpaper in your eye. Don't, don't do it. <laughs> water just thinking about it. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my, my father who passed away about a year and a half ago, he was diabetic, severely diabetic. And so he lost his vision. Um, it was yeah. slow and, and he did as much as he could do to try and sure. uh, save it as long as possible. But my point with, with that is you realize how much it means to you, um, right. how much your, your vision means to you and your quality of life. Yes. Um, everything, you know, you're, even when you're here, if you're having difficulties, it's hard to, to see it going away. And it's, it's hard mm -hmm. to, um, not be able to see, you know, the grandkids as well as you want to, or to the point yep. where you're not able to see them. So it is vitally important. And, and I know that even, um, from in his lifetime, there were new things that came out. So it's, it's mm -hmm. so important to just get a handle on that and it's important to do it young. And I know for me, that was one of the reasons I did a lot of eye tests as soon as we were able to do those, because I want to be ahead of the game on that just yes. because I remember, um, you know, watching my dad go through that. So um, you'll have every patient will always tell me they'd rather lose anything before they lose their eyes because yeah. it's just so scary when that goes dark and, you know, just patients that can't drive anymore, they say their total independence is gone. You know, it's, it's mm -hmm. really, it's really sad and it's, it's very difficult for them. So, yep. Well, and, and for those of us, there are a lot of us moms that, that listen to mom that are in that sandwich generation where you are dealing with kids at home and you're dealing with helping out parents. So um, maybe if it isn't for you, um, it may be something that you can have maybe some tests done and bring along mom and dad and, and make sure everybody's taken care of in the way that they need to be taken care of. Cause it is, it's really important. Yeah. And I'm also telling, I mean, we don't do children here at revision, but I know a lot of moms are listening and all these kids are now on a lot of electronics. Mm. And it is putting a lot of eye strain on these kids. So it, even now it's really vital that you get your children an eye exam just to make sure that they're not struggling. They can't communicate it to you because they don't know what they should and should not be seeing. So um, I think it's very, very vital that kids have their yearly exams right now, just to make sure that they're not overstressing based on all the computer work and the tablet work that they're having to do with all the remote learning. That's a good tip because I know we always say that, but you know, um, live, my daughter would go to her, her doctor's appointment, well appointment, and you know, they do the little eye exam and you think, okay, well, she could see the chart. It's all good. Right. Right. <laughs> more Times to have it. changed. <laughs> yeah. More to it than that. Yes. And that, that's a very good point because it's starting mm -hmm. at a younger and younger age. Uh, yes. It's just a part of their lives, their daily lives that we didn't have every single day of our lives. Um, yeah. Obviously, colder temperatures, too. And maybe people don't think a lot about that. But let's talk a little bit, Dr. Mueller, about protecting our eyes or vision in these sure. colder temperatures. Absolutely. So, you know, right now it is so dry. There's no moisture in the air right now. So dryness is a big, um, big factor. 
a few things that I tell patients to do is when you are outside, even on those cloudy days, wear some sunglasses, protect your eyes from that cold air directly hitting your eyes. Um, when that cold air hits, then you tear up. It's called reflex tearing. And that's when it all starts to water and run down your face. Um, a big thing in the wintertime that we don't think about, and I'm, I'm, I'm a bad person at this too, is drinking lots of water because we do dehydrate during the winter. We're not hot in the summer. We drink to stay cool in the winter. We kind of forget about it. So drinking fluids, keeping yourself hydrated is also very important. And then um, if you have a humidifier in your house, I tell patients to run the humidifier because when we have the heat on, that does pull the moisture out of the air in the house. And so that air can become very dry or people burn wood to, um, to heat their homes and that dries the air out, causing the eyes to get very dry. So anytime you can use a humidifier, that is very helpful as well. Dr. Annie Mueller, um, yeah. let's let everybody know how they can get in touch. What do they need to do? Um, can they just make their own appointment? Do we need a referral? How does this work? No, if you are interested in, um, in having any kind of um, eye appointment, you can call our office. You just need to call the, um, the revision um, office. We have an office in Polaris and we also have one in Mansfield. Um, if you're interested in refractive surgery, uh, we do a free consultation. So you come in and we look to make sure that you're a candidate. And then we talk about all of your options and, and we see if it's going to be right for you. Um, we do even offer comprehensive eye care. So if you are interested and you want to do an eye exam, we'll, we'll take care of you. You do not need a referral to come here. Um, we do have a lot of optometrists, though, out in, in Ohio that we work with. So if they see you're doing your routine eye care with them, they, they know the, the tools that we have to help them as well. And they, they would refer you to us and we would take care of you in conjunction with them. So um, another big thing is if you're struggling with dry eye, there's so many tools out there that I have that I can help patients with um, and not to hesitate to have that looked at. Okay. And, and also um, you can check because on certain things, obviously you have, if you have insurance, um, mm -hmm. that's one thing, but some of the elective items, you might be able to use some of those flex flexible dollars on that as well. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. We, we work with you to look at the best way to, um, to be able to do it. And that flex spending is definitely a way that people um, will pay for the procedures that are elective. Yeah. And I know our producer, Greg, planned ahead on that. And yep. I believe he was able to do some of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he planned ahead. Yeah. yeah. That's a yeah. smart way to do it. <laughs> well, that's nice to have. And so that's why at the beginning of the year, it's important to get some information out because as we mentioned, your vision is so important. And if you can use some of those flexible dollars on some of these items, it certainly is going to help. So Dr. Annie Mueller, Revision LASIK and Cataract Surgery. Thank you for being with us today. Thank you for having me. It was wonderful. A big thanks to Dr. Mueller. Good stuff for you and even for the kids to be thinking about. Um, because as you heard, um, just getting that little eye exam at school <laughs> doesn't always cut it. Uh, the kids need a little bit more than that these days. All right. I also have to, big, I also have to give a big shout out to... The Hutta family of orthodontists, um, Liv and I were just talking. She's at the point now where she's pretty much 
in the clear um, and she's playing basketball. So I'm like, the last thing we want to do is go through the whole braces and the retainer and everything and then get hit in the mouth (laughs) while we're playing basketball, which has already happened to her once. Fortunately, uh, no damage done. Uh, But this is another thing that many parents are dealing with. And you may be at your house. You may not realize how soon you need to get your kids in to see an orthodontist. The thing is, don't need a referral from your dentist. If you think in any way, boy, do my kids uh, need to go to the next level? Are they going to need braces? They can tell you. Um, at the Hutta family of orthodontists, first of all, they've got over 30 years of experience with Dr. James T. Hutta and Dr. Larry Hutta, but they do a free consultation and a free x-ray. And those x-rays can let you know pretty quickly whether or not you need to get started with braces or if you can wait. Um, it's pretty amazing the way they can do that. Some things they can do very early with certain kids and it cuts down on what has to be done later. So if you have any questions at all, They are a great resource. They've got offices in uh, the central Ohio area. You can find them in Westerville, Worthington, Dublin, and Gahanna. The Hutta Family of Orthodontists. You can check it all out, HuttaFamilyOrtho.com. Hey, thanks for joining us this week. As I said, oh gosh, I hope we're getting closer to um, normalcy. (laughs) Being able to get out and about. I'm already thinking spring. I don't know about you, but it's harder to be inside with the the winter weather. So we're hoping for good things with the the vaccine and hopefully seeing cases. I know we're starting to see it already a little bit in Ohio. Some of those cases tapering off a bit. So I hope the next time we talk, we've got more good news on that front. I hope you have a great week. If you get a chance to um, rate um, MomCast or write a review, it does help more people find MomCast. So... That's a nice thing. Please do that. Um, We'd appreciate it. Otherwise, have a great week, and we'll talk soon.